Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles here live at Angel Stadium on Angels Radio, AM 830-KLAA. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host. My co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Howdy, hi there, friends and neighbors. All right. Also in studio, we've got Mia, who is not, who is actually, he's here. Mia, M-I-A, is here. So, Tony Williams with Bite on Fishing. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Uh, yeah. And then Ben uh, was out there fishing yesterday. We might get a report later on today. And Steve Carson will be joining us here shortly. But in the house, my brother from another mother. Okay, Mr. William Johnson from Lake Elsinore, uh, California. Good morning, Willie. Good morning, Serge. Good morning, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. You're, you're, um, hey, we need the, we need this mic uh, queued up. Try again. Good morning, Serge. Good morning. Southern California. There, there you go. go. There you go. Okay, very good. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, welcome aboard, and uh, it's going to be a good, good show. Uh, Tony, where's your boy, Andrew? Is he he's six gotta, feet? He's got to be on location somewhere. That guy is a fishing madman. He's somewhere. Okay. Fish. He's eight feet under right now. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna grab my shovel right now. Dig. Andrew Mack, are you there? I'm here. See, I just had to dig a little bit deeper under the totem pole. I had your back, Andrew. Uh, see, he has said he had your back saying he was covering for you, saying you were on location. He was on location on his bed. Okay. He's calling from his bed. What's that? I said, I'm on my way to location. <laughs> What's location? Heading back up to Big Bear. Oh, you... for calling my name. Oh, yeah. You've been putting a lot of hurt in the carp. So do me a favor and just um, give us a quick uh, fish report. Perfect. So uh, we're going to start at Santa Ana River Lakes. Uh, they are stocking 100% catfish now. Uh, no more trout. Uh, trout will come back in uh, November. But they're putting catfish in a full truckload from uh, Imperial Catfish Farm. And uh, guys are catching them. They're soaking them with uh, either the Mac bites or a uh, mackerel just in the Cajun. Um, anytime I thought they're getting them about 20 feet out or so. Not very deep yet. Uh, but for the most part, they're kind of cruising the inside there. Uh, now from there, we're going to go up to Mountain Lakes. Uh, Mountain Lakes is still stocking trout. Uh, they're doing 1,000 pounds a week. Uh, what they told me was they're going to go to the end of May, um, the end of this month here for trout, and then uh, they're going to switch uh, catfish uh, the first week of June. So this has been very good up there. Um, I mean, the, the trout last week, I you know, caught a, caught a, a good-sized trout there that uh, let me win the derby, which is pretty cool. 
Yeah, congratulations on that. Congratulations yeah, on that. Yeah, that is proof. That, that's proof that a blind squirrel gets a nut. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Congratulations. So, <laughs> fine squirrel. <laughs> so from there, uh, you go out to Redland Fisherman's Retreat. Um, they're also stocking catfish as well. Uh, the bite has been very well uh, going into the weekend, and then uh, on the Wednesdays uh, they have a special pass where you can get a free uh, free pass to fish two bucks. Um, now, from there, uh, Palmdale, Finn, and Feather, uh, they're no longer stocking trout. Uh, they're going to have their first catfish stock uh, beginning of June. And then uh, they're also starting to announce their overnight, or oh, I'm sorry, their, their nighttime boosting events, too. So uh, that's, that's pretty cool there. Yep, uh, from there, you the Orange County Lake, uh, like Irvine, uh, they're going to start, uh, they're actually stocking catfish uh, the start of next week. So people will be able to get them uh, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's still five bucks only per part of those to get into Irvine Lake. So well, let, let me stop that. before you, you you go too far. Uh, Irvine Lake. Um, one of our dear friends uh, caught a really, really nice bass. Jimmy Getty. He went out there and tossing his, um, I forgot what he was using. I think it was a bit of a crankbait. I, I didn't look at it and um, got a really, really nice bass. So the bass are still there at Irvine Lake. Even though the water's low, there's little pockets. So uh, that, that's good stuff. That's really good stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, now from there, uh, we're going to go up to Lake Hemet. Uh, Lake Hemet, they have their, uh, their trout derby over, uh, over the weekend. Um, there was a lot of fish, you know, a lot of good-sized fish caught. I know one little nine-year-old kid um, on Saturday, he caught two fish, which would have been first and second place for biggest fish. He only wanted to keep first place because he told his mom that, I don't want to weigh my second fish or count it because I want another kid to win a prize. That's so that awesome. was pretty cool to see that. Yeah. So from there, um, right now, the, the High Sierras, uh, they had fish um, It's going on right now. All the lakes. Rivers are open, or streams are open. Guys are getting them. I mean, they're they're getting them trolling at Crawley Lake. Get some nice couple out of there. They're getting them at Convict Lake. They're getting them in Bridgeport. I mean, there's some good sized trout coming out coming out of there. Um, and then from there, uh, we'll go to uh, our favorite lake. So we'll let William cover that one. All right. So let's let's go ahead and uh, Tony, bring it back around. Let's uh, take a little stop off the 15 South for us. Okay. Uh, mm. Probably get off at Lake Street. Okay. I usually get, like to get off at Lake Street. Sure. You like to get off There's at Lake a Street? Streets you can get off at now. Very good. And then where are we going? <laughs> Straight to the lake. You can't Which lake? It. It's right in the middle of the lake only Elsinore. Southern California the only. real lake. By the That's way, true. homie, it's not a reservoir. It's a real lake, a legitimate. Um, so great of a city that, I mean, this is the the only city, William, that I know of that could move Tony. From underneath the the, the the fifteen underpass, he was one. Of, he was under, he was living underneath one of those uh, bridges. Mm-hmm. Okay. In fact, you asked me to come visit your tarp next week. Yeah. Okay. And um, he actually moved to Lake Elsinore. He's one of the residents. He, he's your neighbor. He's your neighbor. Well, wait, wait. Let, let me let me let me welcome another neighbor. Um, I think we're queuing him up right now. But Mr. Steve Carson, let me know when he's on. Okay. We'll get Steve Carson on here. Um, yes, yeah, so you're. You guys are neighbors. We are definitely neighbors. We Sorry, William. Neighbors. Yeah, I uh-huh. live a mile from the lake, and 
allegedly, I think William lives somewhere close to about a mile from the lake. Oh, he's closer than a mile, aren't you? Yeah, I think you're about less than a quarter mile away from me, Tony. So okay, yeah. so, just so within. Hey, um, Andrew, how far can you shoot that arrow? <laughs> uh, probably a little bit closer to where Tony lives. Oh, very cool. All right, so Tony, don't be looking like a cart. All right, because I'm getting all the secret spots from William. Thank you, William. Very good, very good. Anyway, we're talking about Lake Elsinore, and the reason that you are here, William, is because. Lake Elsinore is having their annual Dream Extreme Derby, and um, it, it's it's just amazing. Oh, yeah. It's just amazing. So before before that, let me welcome Steve Carson. Steve Carson, the director of the Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. I appreciate it. Thank you for getting up. You're late. Oh yeah. Well, you know, it was it was a uh, it was a bluebird. Oh, the Blue Jay. <laughs> the Blue Jay. Oh, okay. That'd be Tony's Blue Jay. There you go. There you go. Well, welcome, See? Steve. And uh, what I was saying is uh, we brought you on is that um, there's a big event next weekend, the ninth Annual Dream Extreme Fishing Derby. Nine years. Nine years. If you haven't participated, you're really missing out because, you know, we when, when this thing started, it, it's not a tournament, okay? It's a derby. And the reason is that Although it is competitive, it doesn't have that feel. I mean, William, I mean, honestly, it's been more like like we just go out and have fun. A bunch of guys and women and kids getting out fishing, having a great time. That, that's basic. And and then if you happen to catch one of the five species, which which are bass, catfish, crappie, wipers, and carp. If you catch one of those and happen to be the biggest one, then you get some money to boot. Stupid money. Stupid money. In <laughs> fact, uh, Ron, we always talk about that one year with the with uh, the crappie, the kids. The kid and the yeah, crappie. I'm, the I remember one. him saying, and in fact, Tony's the one that says, "Hey, you need to go weigh that thing because uh, you know because he was all embarrassed and people were making fun of him. Remember mm -hmm. that? Yeah. Until he walked away with all that cash. Fifteen hundred dollars <laughs> for a crappie <laughs> that he wasn't going to weigh in. Yeah. The other thing, notable thing over the nine years, we say. If it floats, it goes. Yep. Do you remember uh, the kids that made the box? box. It, it, they took wood, made a like a box, put a couple of chairs on it, mm -hmm. and they were fishing. Yep. And then and they won. Was it the bass division or? They they, they won. They placed and uh, yeah. But it was just uh, awesome to see that they just fabricated something off the top of their head, mm -hmm. went out there, had a great time and fished and. Uh, no, if it, what was it? we used to say something else. If it floats, it goes, or something like that. If it floats, it goes. And let me also mention that your director of community services there, Jonathan Oliver Skinner, he's in a in a shark donut. Yeah. Okay, so he participates. This is how cool it is, folks. The locals get into it. We we migrate there. Um, it's a two day event. What I would recommend is. You know, I'll, I'll repeat this several times, but get a pen, write this down, lercasino.com. Just remember that, lercasino.com, and then all the information's there if you want to do a package deal like we are, because, you know, we, we don't want to, you know, commute back and forth every morning, so we're staying at the casino. Yes. Okay? Okay. Uh, it's only what the ten minutes away. Yeah, they have an amazing uh, package that they put together. Uh, two two nights stay, enter into the derby for three 
ten, I believe it is. Yeah, so that's the entry to the Derby and two nights at the casino for two people. Yes. Okay. So you're knocking about 150 bucks each for the whole weekend. That's amazing. Okay. And the chances of winning probably around fifteen thousand dollars of um, uh, of some uh, cash or prizes. prizes. Yeah. So it, we're looking forward to it. Uh, I will let everybody know one of the very rare, and I mean rare. Okay, Angler Chronicles Fishing Syndicate Custom Wrap Rod will be given away. So you're going to raffle Ooh, that thing off. Yes. Or, and then um, Accurate is going to give us a reel, too. So uh, we'll have a nice reel. So there, there's a lot of good stuff that's going to be going on there. And the reason I mention it, you know, supply chain demand. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's been a big issue. Uh, yes. A lot of our suppliers don't have anything to give us. Yes. But Fishing Syndicate stepped up. Accurate stepped up. Okay, so uh, I'm really looking forward to it. So, all right, listen, we're going to take our first break. Ron, you're going to have to load the truck with all our easy ups and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've already worked out. I'm ready to go. Um, you know. Okay, and then Tony, and then uh, Andrew. I imagine you're going to be crawling out of the six feet under and come out for it, right? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to dig him out because I need help. All right, let's take our first break. This is Angels Radio AM830 KLAA, Anger Chronicles. We'll be right back. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Welcome back, everybody. You like that? Pump up the kicks. All right. This is Angel's. Pom-pom's going. Oh, yeah, pom-pom is pumped. Pump. Remember the, we used to have the Reebok, you had to pump your uh, the lace. I, believe it or not, I had a pair of those. Yeah, I just wanted to be a basketball player. It didn't, it didn't work out for me. You know how much those are worth? Yeah. Well, I don't have them anymore. So oh, okay. <laughs> This is Angel's Radio AM830KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. And let me bring aboard right now 
calling us from Lake Elsinore, Mr. Jonathan Oliver Skinner, the director of community services for Lake Elsinore. We've got a full lake. We got a full lake there, Mr. Jonathan Oliver Skinner. How you doing, Sir Jill, Ryan, William, everybody? Good morning. Wake up. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up, baby. I'm up. I got to I gotta go right. I was telling William. Uh, I had a uh, talking to William yesterday. I'm working. Uh, actually, volunteering with the uh, Reality Rally. Um, it's a, it's a uh, annual event that they do to raise money for Michelle's place. It's a cancer uh, uh, cancer uh, organization that works with families that um, are dealing with cancer. And uh, the Reality Rally. Um, we have a team from the city that's made up of council members and. Unfortunately, one of our council members, Natasha Johnson, hurt her with her ankle. She's not going to be able to participate. So uh, they went deep, deep, deep in the lineup there to call me in. So I got to be over there about 7:30 to uh, run the event. But 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 wait a minute! It's a rally, so you got to actually run, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, and I asked them about that too, and they said you're not going to have to run too far. And I said, okay, you guys can carry me the rest of the way. So. Um, but I'm pretty excited about that. The city has won the eight la- uh, the last eight years consecutively. Oh wow! And, um, every every city uh, just entered the team, and so um, this last year they have you know um, the, the full group, and then they have an inner city group. So we won the inner city group for eight years, and last year they came in second overall. And there's about 25 teams that participated, so um, that's pretty exciting. So, uh, but I, I heard. Uh, about me and my shark donut, and uh, I'm very excited about next week. Um, you know, the Dream of Human Fishing Derby, when I came and worked, started working for the city seven and a half years ago, that's one of the first events that I was able to uh, participate in, and uh, that's why I got to meet uh, William and you, Sergio, and mm-hmm. Ron, and, and, and Gene, and it was, it was pretty pretty awesome, and, and I'm so looking forward to... Um, to, to this year. The only the only thing in my word of caution, you being in the shark don, you got to be careful for the ten gilled catfish, crappie, and uh, carp shark that that, that is been, oh. it has been seen there. You know, in England they have the Loch Ness, mm-hmm. and Lake Elsinore we have the ten gill crappie catfish uh, carp shark, and uh, you know when you're dangling your feet over that donut. Uh, just, just remember, he could come up and just grab you. So just, just be careful. You get, don't, don't forget you got that. Don't forget you got that yellow-bellied, uh, spiny, uh, snapping turtles. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, you, you know, you, you laugh. But remember that one year <laughs> we caught a big one. The funny thing is, here I am. Okay, I got two lake guys in Ron and Tony, and they're freaking out. I'm not touching that thing. I go, well, we got to do something. You hooked it, so we, we got to do something. So we bring it on. Are you, we, well, it was it, snapping we, at us. It, we, yeah, right. but it, it wasn't the fact we were afraid of it, because every time we reach for it, it starts snapping at us. I'm not biting it. Yeah, well, they I grabbed it from the sides. We, we took the hook off and returned it. It was a big one. That sucker was big. Okay, and but by the way, that was on two pound test. On two pound yeah. test, and we've caught some really good. That same trip, you caught Tony. You got a big, maybe big fourteen pounds, thirteen and a half pound yeah. catfish. Yeah, and uh, we, you, you and I have caught plenty of bass in there. Yes, and I mean, um, they call you the crappie king. Is that because you caught a lot of catfish? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you call you the crappie king? 
Well, uh, primarily because uh, I love crappie fishing and got really good at it. So, well, so, but it, the, that name was given to you at Lake Elsinore? At Lake Elsinore by the locals. How long have you been at Lake Elsinore living there? Got over 20 years now. Over 20. And before that, you were in? Virginia. That's right. That's right. See, people don't realize. I, I, when we came to the states, we went to Philadelphia first, and then we lived in Richmond, Virginia. So I know what you mean. And the the tagline is, um, "Virginia's for lovers." Okay, because I'm a lover. Okay, I I can't help it. And uh, and yet Philadelphia is a city of brotherly love. See, it's all about Ron. Can you see? You understand now? It's I'm all about love, bro. Okay, it's okay. all about love. I I, I exude love. Was it Joan Jett love stinks. I, was it? I'm not gonna say a word. I'll say it in, in between the breaks. Love hurts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's all good. John. There's no real quick. Listen, you know, talking about William. I I when I last time I was on, um, it was uh, before I think um, we had a, a water summit over at uh, Launch Point, and William. Um, and uh, Chuck um, uh, Monroe, I think his name is, did a, a, um, a, a fishing 101 um, uh, seminar, really quick seminar. William slayed these these, these water people. In fact, I, I saw him signing autographs afterwards, and you know he, he, he taught them the basics of how to fish Lake Elsinore, not only for for uh, uh, for crappie, but also for carp and bass and, and, and uh, catfish and, and all of our species there and it was it was pretty pretty riveting uh, you know I talked to a couple of people afterwards and they go does, does this guy know the lake I said yeah he pretty much sleeps on it so I would say he knows a couple of things one or two things about it so uh, and, and, and the thing is uh, it's not only William but you, you talk about uh, people with passion our our council is really big on our lake because it's our biggest it's our biggest asset well, on Angler Chronicles, uh, we worked with uh, um, Giovanni Huerta, who's in our, our, our community service department, to do a video for the Dream Extreme uh, Fishing Derby. And who do you see there? Bobcat Fish McGee. Mm-hmm. He's out there, and he's out there catching wipers and everything. So um, appreciate William and, and everything he's doing, and Bob and, and, and everybody, bringing everybody to Lake Elsinore for the Dream Extreme Fishing Derby. No, I'll tell you, one of the things that stands out for me at Lake Elsinore is, um, and, and the reason I said Virginia, and we, I made the, I alluded to love, because the city of Lake Elsinore seems like it'd be a big, huge city. And it, it, it is. I mean, you've got a, you know, a hefty population. However, however, it's a very close-knit group. And I've always said the reason I think Lake Elsinore has been so successful in the last, say, 20 years is because the city council, everybody has come together to actually create a haven, okay, in the city. They live in the city, they love their city, and they're very proud of their city. And it's very evident. The cleanup you guys have done throughout the city, all the community services activities. I mean, you know, we talk about fishing, but it's so much more than fishing. You're doing a rally. Uh, we see the you know, the the racing. I mean, Danny's uh, grandson does um, 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 off-road bikes over there. 
motocross over there. And um, now you're running. I'd love to see you run. That'd be funny. You can have uh, short shorts or. <laughs> okay, are you going back? You going back to the, um, the? What was the name of the guy that was with Will Smith? Um, the, the, oh God. What, okay. Remember the other, he had that dance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Jonathan, oh, dude. I can just name? see him. I can just see him. All right, but, uh, you know, and I thank you because something that you said, you're raising money for cancer patients. And that's yeah, cool. that's what, you know, Anger Chronicles, from the beginning with Ron, we said we wanted to do something that gave us the opportunity to give back. And well, I love that. In fact, in previous years, we, yeah. we, we, we raised money through Dream yes. Extreme for the... Uh, the senior yeah, citizen. Yeah, yeah, my future Ron. home. Yes. Yeah, Ron's future home. Yeah. So I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was I was going to take you out on a farm and just put shoot you and put you out of misery. But if you want to go well, they to, they got a, a park bench there. I saw it, so I'm good. The park bench is not for you. The park bench is for Tony and I to right. look at pictures of you and say, ah, oh, remember Ron? <laughs> and then I tell them, Tony <laughs> gave you ten years. Nine Eight years, nine years yeah, ago. Nine so, years ago. So hey, anyway. But listen, uh, Jonathan, we're really looking forward to it, and um, I also want to say this, and I hope that you're able to make it and let um, uh, Bob McGee know and Natasha, anybody from the council, we are going to be doing the radio live from the Bobber, okay, right there, like we did live every year, okay. So we invite anybody that wants to come out and hang out with us. Uh, we've had Cliff and John, they come out. I don't know what, it'll be some breakfast, but we'll figure something out. Just come out and hang, and watch us do the radio show, or, or just check it out, it's fun. So I'd love to see Bob get on, uh, you get on, before you get on the water. Well, don't forget uh, the big $100 bill that Bob, uh, Absolutely. Councilman McGee always gives why don't you? Why don't, why don't you explain either one of you? Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, William. Uh, so it's probably been um, three years running now, probably four. Uh, but uh, Council Member Bob McGee has put out um, a $100 bill to the largest catfish caught on day one. Right. Yeah, and uh, with that, you know. And, and let me say this. It's from his own pocket. Yes. Okay, this is not, this is not city money. And this is why it's. Why I keep saying how much these people love their city. They want us to come out. They want us to experience it. I always apologize for this city, to the city, because you got our Tony. <laughs> Tony lives in your city now. We apologize. But we love you for actually taking him in, okay? And I'm, I'm glad, Tony, you upgraded from underneath uh, the past to an actual house. That's really cool. <laughs> he's shaking his head. He's going to go, I'm going to kill you any minute now. Well, he still has a tarp up in his backyard just for sending yeah. Well, he it's asked me, I, he said, I, you know, come over, spend the night. I can stay in the tent. So he's got room. All right. So it's all good. No, I mean, um, it's amazing work you guys are doing. I'm really looking forward it to is, the Dream Extreme. I, guys, I used to I used to race my boat out there. There is no comparison. I mean, it's 10,000% different than it was back then it's unrecognizable it is it's just amazing it's the city of dream extreme so one of the things that i like about the event too is that it's a hundred percent payback to all all the anglers in fact we put the people everybody that puts their hand in to help out they put a hundred and twenty percent into but the anglers get a hundred percent payback and i think it's important well let let me let me go further because i I really don't believe it's a hundred percent it's more than that because Think Definitely. of all we're, all the donations, all it. So it, it's more than that, okay? It takes a year to put together. It takes well, a full and year, and we're really excited. It went from one day back to two day, because it sets up a really 
fun <laughs> weekend. Yes. Okay. And Jonathan, I expect you to have your pom poms ready. Uh, please do not wear the Dallas hat. Too late. Too late. It's on. All right. <laughs> I just want you to I catch got, a wave. I, I bought a brand new one on a. We went on a cruise and I bought a brand new one just for you. So, you know, uh, I got one for each day. So oh, that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. All right, listen, i got to take a short break. I'm going to take a short break. Everybody stay on, and we'll come back, and uh, we'll get some information. Uh, Steve, I want some information about the lake itself. Give me some volume, et cetera. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Radio. AM 830. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind-in-your-face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM830. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. So what do you think? William, the music? The music oh, man, taking me back, taking me back. Right. That's good, good stuff fun. right there. He, even Ron is shaking his head yes, so that's good. Jonathan, I hope it meets your uh, your your taste as well, you know? I mean, I couldn't put uh, punk rock in here because, Jonathan, I look at you and I think punk rock. I mean, you know, it's a severe punk rock. You, I, I get that all the time. yeah, you and Ben Seacrest, you and Ben Seacrest, you know, they're doing the, <laughs> doing the worm and uh, what was the other thing when the in the mosh pit they get in there? Oh, I can just yeah. see it. Slam dancing. Yeah, slam dancing. It's yeah, that punk cowboy rock. Yeah, you're not gonna find me in there. <laughs> anyway, so let me let me bring well, it back. Well, well, speaking of that, real quick, because we uh, next week before the Dream Extreme Fishing Derby, then, uh, um, yep, exactly. We have uh, the 80s uh, 
uh, music concert over at uh, Diamond Stadium. Uh, that's going to be that, that uh, Friday night, uh, right after uh, Williams' uh, captain's game over at Diamond Stadium. So we have uh, Vanilla Ice and uh, wait, 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 who, who, there. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. Who did you say you had in there? Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice, you know, I really shouldn't do this. No, not yet. Okay, because it's it, it's Steve Phelps, um, you know, theme song. But I can't help myself. You hear it? <laughs> so next week, right before the Derby, we're gonna do the VIP, and we're gonna kick it. And I need then Steve Phelps. We gotta make Steve Phelps go so he can, you know, do his ice ice baby <laughs> imitation. Okay. And, and folks, this is what you know. We, we again we talk about the lake, and I want to refer everybody to Friends of Angler Chronicle. Steve has already posted up a map to look what the lake looks like. Thank you, Steve, for that. It's more than just fishing, and that's why yes. we love Lake Elsinore. We can go and just hang out. How many times do I go over there and we go go have dinner? It's going to be great look, uh, dinner. you got great restaurants there. Countless times. Yeah, and then um, we get together, and, you know, i got a place at Tony's tent. The, the, I appreciate that, Tony. You're welcome. And not only a tent. He has a big blue tarp that goes above it in case it's yeah, raining. adding on. Yeah, we're adding you on. adding on, so it's a, it's a room addition. <laughs> now it, it, it's uh, it's really cool. And, and Tony, you live there. Why don't you give me a little bit of background? What you know, your take from a resident there. How long you been there? Three or four years now? Yeah, going on three and a half years since uh, since Launch Point opened. Uh, we originally back. Yeah, it's been three and a half years already. And you know, like you said earlier, it's a, it's it's a growing town. It's one of the fastest growing towns in, in in California. But it's got that small town feel. You can walk down Main Street and and actually get a chance to say hi to your neighbors. And on Sunday we've got a farmers market. And so there's always an event going on on top of the things that are going on at the stadium. I'm super involved in the city. I'm starting to you know do a lot more that I can uh, for the different events out there and the different programs and. I'm just loving it. You know, they they treat me very, very well, very well. Uh, no, they really do, and we thank uh, the city for that because you're taking care of one of our own, and we appreciate it. I, I make fun of um, uh, of Tony, but he has a beautiful house. Okay, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, to visiting you as well over there more often. All right. Having said that, um, we want to bring back some memories of uh, say a, a particular. Uh, Dream Extreme. Uh, guys, I just want to remind you that in the lake, there's a lot of water. And water means getting wet. So, um, William, as a director, would you want to explain a situation we had there? Uh, yeah, well, actually, uh, Jonathan brought it to my remembrance, and uh, he mentioned the donut. And I just kept thinking, well, I'm glad he's not in the kayak because he couldn't stay in it. <laughs> we got a, a mayday. May, mayday, 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 man in water. Do you recall that, Jonathan? Oh, and that's why we were like that, gentlemen. Um, it's very important when you're on the water to be safe. And you know, I believe it was one of Williams, uh, Williams and Clairville's kayaks. It was a great kayak. Uh, it stayed on top of the water. I did not do that. <laughs> That's funny. I'm laughing because I helped blow up some of those kayaks. And I I don't know how you did it, John. That's funny. Well, I, I hope it, it comes out to our listeners how much fun we have. And you see that oh, we're telling yeah. stories. I mean, a, a bad one, I remember an absolute brand new Ram 1500 oh, with an absolute oh, brand man. new boat 
uh, backing up, and they just kept going. <laughs> okay? And, I mean, this brand-new truck that was probably, the guy said it about two weeks old, he had just gotten it full of water. I still have that picture. Yeah, so do, we have it on video. Oh, yeah. My point is, um, and, and the reason I bring that is because of safety. And Jonathan just said he wears his life jacket. It's so important yes. to wear a life jacket. We joke, we laugh, but... It's very important to have a life jacket. You guys are very big on safety. Yes. Um, in fact, in the Derby, is there any any requirement, recommendation? Oh, yeah. It's um, pretty typical for most boating events. Now, you will be wearing your life jacket, especially if you're in a, ve a powered vessel while under tow. That mm -hmm. is one of the uh, rules and regulations. Does Jonathan a... Feet qualify as powered vessel? Uh no, it's typically <laughs> motorized. I have to walk from the car down to the lake. I've seen your calves. It doesn't qualify. You're more like a trolling motor. <laughs> but no, it still would advise, you know, people in kayaks and uh, flotation devices still definitely have a, uh, a life jacket. Okay. On. Hey, I'm getting a message here from Andrew Mack. Andrew, you're coming up. You're up to going up to the mountains, right? Yeah, I'm headed up to Big Bear right now. I actually don't even know I still have service. Okay. Well, listen, I'm going to let you sign off because I know, and then uh, we just call me later on today. Let me know how, how is it going up there, okay? Oh, good. All right, guys. All right. He, he's going to dig back in. That's yeah. cool, Big Bear. You guys didn't go up to Big Bear. Yeah, I remember. Ron's showing us the picture of the of the truck. Yeah. It was crazy. But safety, uh, number one, um, always in, at the Derby, it's it's... It's important to get that done. Yes. Right? And uh, Jonathan, you better place this year. No pressure. <laughs> I, I, William and I were talking yesterday, and, and uh, actually I've been sending them uh, texts and, and stuff. I said, hey, William, I have no excuses now because I, I signed up for the Derby. And he says, you know, you also stocked the lake, so you, should, you better place in something. <laughs> so, uh, 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 about I'm stocking. Uh, tell me about the stocking. Well, you know what, we, William and I were talking about this yesterday as well. We're, we're looking at putting about 3,000 pounds of, of, of beautiful catfish in, in the lake as well as about 800 pounds of, of uh, uh, bass as well. It's, uh, you know, um, we're very excited. You talk about the city being behind our fishery. Over the year, we, we put in over $100,000 worth of fish, and that's including the wipers. Um, thanks to, to the work that you know William and I started doing uh, years ago, it took us five years to actually find them, not William, but uh, we yes. uh, were able to get wipers back. They have to be sterile. They have to be passed by the Department of Fish and Wildlife. And, and now, uh, for the last two years, we're going to do it again this year, we stocked 50,000 fingerlings a year of wipers. And now, um, being that it's almost two and a half years, they're getting a size to that 18 inches uh, that makes it makes them legal. All right. Well, let me let me get let me go to Steve Carson on this because uh, Steve is always giving us some information on the wiper itself. Steve, why don't you tell us a little bit about a wiper? What it is and, and well, a wiper is a hybrid of a striped bass and a white bass, and as as Andrew noted, they are sterile. So they're a popular fish to be planted in places where they're not supposed to plant uh, non-native species. Um, I actually never really liked the name wiper. Um, and back, back uh, you know, before it was established, 
I used to enjoy the, the, the more polite name, which some people do still use, Sunshine Bats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, for, you know, everybody likes the, the, the term wiper is sort of more hip, more cool. So, you know, I kind of go with the, uh, uh, with the majority on that one. But, uh, but yeah, and they grow very fast. Uh, you know, they're popular for sport fishing. They're popular for, uh, you know, if there's another species in the lake that you're trying to control. And, and again, with the, the, the nice thing about wipers, because they're sterile, they don't, they don't spawn, or let's just say they almost never spawn. Let's uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> just say there have been a few instances Nature finds a way. that might have happened. Um, but, um, yeah, they grow very fast, and if you, if you decide you don't want them in the lake anymore, you can either just wait them out, and then eventually they'll all, you know, uh, uh, you know just die of old age at some point. They live about 15 years, and um, they get pretty big. Yes. Um, they, you know, they get, uh, in other states, they've gotten them as big as about 24 pounds. Yep. Um, in California, the, the different lakes that have had them, uh, you, you, they generally seem to max out at about uh, maybe 16 to 18 pounds. That's oh my God! I'm so t- I'm so sad. I only caught a 16 pounder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're great to eat, and um, remember, Sergio in particular, Sergio, write this down. They have to be 18 inches long to be capped. That's right. And you really should leave them leave them alone. Just leave them alone. Let them get bigger. They're not, yeah, they're not the smartest fish in the world, so they're very cooperative for anglers. Mm-hmm. Um, you just want, you want to have fun, and then, and then, you know what? If you want to have a fish fry and they're over 18 inches, go for it. Here's the thing. Um, the wiper's there for a reason. Okay, uh, to keep the carp in check. Yes. So it's very important to let them go. They, they, they'll, they have a function. Okay, especially you know, 18 inches is the minimum, and there's no no playing around, guys. It's, it don't don't play with us. The city has made a very large investment. Um, prior to you guys stocking it, I don't th- remember ever Lake Elsinore getting much of a stock. Correct? Mm, no, no, no. Not. So this program's been around for about what five years now, or yes. How long, Jonathan? It's about four. What's on for, for the current ones? No, for, for for the stocking. Oh well, they, they uh, one year uh, the the uh, past director Pat Kilroy might have done a, a stocking every couple of years, but we we stock every year anywhere between seventy five thousand and a hundred thousand dollars in the lake to uh, um, to get that fishery up, and, and we've been doing that. I've been here seven years, so we've. Uh, the council has been really, really behind it. And, you know, just to really hit on these wipers, um, you know, I, we, we had to do some work, didn't we, William? We oh, man. Yeah, we around the state. The, the, we had to, to, to hunt down a, um, um, a fishery. Actually, uh, Golden State Bait is a great partner out of Merced, and they helped us uh, search uh, back east or down south to actually find these wipers. We have them coming from Alabama and, you know, Montana or wherever back to, to be able to find them and, and have them certified that they're sterile in order to get in the lake. And, uh, you know, Bob, you know, we're thinking about changing. My, my nickname for him is Bob Catfish McGee. He was out when we were doing the filming for the, um, 
for the video that you'll see on Angler Chronicles, he caught 16 wipers in about an hour and a half. Now, Bob's a, a CPR. He's catch, photograph, and release. And these ones he was catching um, definitely were part of the first uh, round of, of, of uh, fingerlings that we did. They're about 14 and a half, maybe 15 inches. So almost um, there. So, yes. Almost there. Yeah, well, listen, so let, let, let me... Uh, well, John William and I were talking... Um, yeah, hold on. I got, I got to go to break. I can hear the music in the background. So just hang on tight, Jonathan. We'll come back and continue with your thought. Folks, you're in Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA, talking about the city of extreme love. Okay, dream extreme love. And even the wipers are showing love because you put in oh, wipers that are not supposed to do the thing, but they do the thing, and it's love. All right, this is Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. AM 830. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio, AM 830. It's the time of the season When love runs high In this time, give it to me easy What's my name? Who's your daddy? That's my favorite line of this. Oh, yeah. Who's your daddy? Anyway, welcome back to Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. This is Angler Chronicles. Before we go any further, a big shout-out to Tom and Kathy. They're back in California. We'll see you at breakfast. Gary, Paul, Don, Cliff, and the usual suspects, thank you so much for listening and sending messages. And a very happy birthday to Lawrence. All right. Um, he was our first donut guy. That's right. First guy that bring us donuts. Today is his birthday, so happy birthday. Um, you want to? Yes, I do. The boys at Tempe, they always take care of us. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Mike Blue and good morning, gentlemen. And, and everybody's uh, happy because the Angels are first. The Angels are in first place, and they mm-hmm. actually have, uh, 
I believe, the same amount of wins as a couple other teams. Very good, and they only have 5,000 more games to go, hey, so there's a good start. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, at least in football, there's like 18, 17 games, and you're done, you know, plus then you go to the playoffs. But, I mean, 5,000 games, so there's just so good time. If you want to start picking on soccer, I will. I have been really you good. You can pick all you want. That's right, baby. Okay, no yeah, problem. It's just as good as basketball when every time they get it's touched, just on the ground, withering in pain, next minute they're running down the floor. I was going to say it's the largest sport, but, Steve, what is the largest sport ever? Fishing. Ever? Fishing. fishing. Well, that would be fishing. Carp fishing. Right. It's number two would be soccer. Okay, so I'm just saying. So you know, uh, like the I, way the way this thing is these days, the world is a very small place. Okay. Oh, Steve Carson, thank you so much. Steve posted on Friends of Angler Chronicles the difference between a striped bass, a wiper, and a white bass. I love it. Thank you. So there's a lot of information there. All right, let me go back to Jonathan. Jonathan, you were in the middle of a thought, and we like to blow up thoughts. So go ahead and get back on it. You know, I can't remember what it was, but I have another one here. Um, <laughs> you got a spare? You had a spare one in your pocket? Uh, I have that happen, Alec, because of my age. <laughs> but it, it, it is along the line of, of, of the wipers. So I went by um, the, the campground yesterday um, because I wanted to, to, to you know, test the waters, of course, and make sure my line's working. So I went to the office, and they were saying, well, Jonathan, you know, uh, those wipers that, that – that you guys are stocking is, is pretty great. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. You know, they're starting to get big. Because you don't understand. There's a person that, that came and sitting at the, the campground. And saw, they just brought a brand new uh, Class A big rig, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars. But his big, biggest excitement, besides it being at launch point, was he was catching wipers. He says, I don't know what that fish was, but it was, you know, it was, it was, it was huge. Of course, you know, first time fishing. Um, he got about a 14 inch, but he said it was fighting, and I, and I caught a couple of them. And it's, it's, it was so exciting to, to be on your lake and be able to catch fish and everything. So, you know, the, the, the investment that we're putting into the, the lake, not only with the wipers, but with the, the catfish and the, and, and the bass and the crappie and the, and the bluegill and the red air sunfish, is really paying dividends of people that might not have fished before. We're coming to the lake and finding finding a, a niche and a place for them to come to fish. I love it. In fact, uh, you know, I really, Steve, I really want to thank you. Steve's putting up a lot of information on uh, wipers and hybrid striped bass, whatever you want to call it. Um, it, it, Thank you, Steve, for that, because if you're going to come out and be part of the Derby, it's important to know what you're looking at, and um, it's cool. I I, I really look forward to it. Now, let me ask you guys this. Is this, is there still time? For people to sign up. Oh, absolutely. You will have up until Friday the 13th. Oh, wow. Um, we're going to have a meet and greet at the Lake Elsinore Hotel and Casino from 4 to 8 p.m. I'll and be there with Ron. That will be the last opportunity to sign up, and that's where we'll do the uh, captain's meeting. Sounds awesome. Sounds awesome. So, folks, remember, the 13th, we have the captain's meeting, and then the fishing actually occurs next Saturday and Sunday, uh, the 14th and 15th. Uh, you give up prizes daily and then prizes overall, right? Yes. Uh, last year's trophy was just simply a work of art. 
Um, congratulations to uh, Tim uh, Team Sippy Cup. Yes. Okay, they won it last year. So, uh, guys, it's really worth it. The entry fee, if you don't want to stay at the hotel, it's only like 120 bucks for two days, two people. So, I mean, it, it really isn't much. And you have an, a chance to win about $15,000 worth of cash and prizes. We have so many teams that come out just for the fun. I can think of Mike, Mike Matt, Mike. and Scott. Yeah. And they come out, they bring their bass boat from uh, Ballast Point, and boy, do they have a good time. Half the time, they don't make it day number two because they had such a fun time at the casino the night before. You know, and, 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 and that's, the, that's the type of environment this is. So don't let the word derby or tournament scare you because this is not what it's about. For heaven's sakes, Rhonda's in there. Yes. And Rhonda was actually going to fish with Kim this, this week, and they have uh, Mike's going to be their personal deckhand. Yes. Okay, so oh, the, nice. yeah, he can't fish. He's just deckhand. Cool. So he'll have to grab the beers out of the cooler and uh, make sure that they're fully hydrated. <laughs> Do knots and, and, and use the net. You know, I think in, you know, poor Rhonda, I think she's caught one fish. Remember like, the fish she caught and she goes, oh, my God, it was it was probably the size of my palm. And she goes, I think I just won the derby. And I'm, yeah. Yeah. We love her for it. Okay. But, uh, no, and that's the point. We've got girl teams. We have fathers and sons. We have uh, families with kids. We have husband and wives. Mother and daughters uh, yeah mean, we have it all okay and, and everybody's welcome yes. okay it's a very very family friendly environment that's what we wanted that's what the city's all about and that's what we're putting out there you're going to have a lot of fun because we like to joke around a lot but um we are going to film this so uh, you'll see um i'll probably be with the crew uh on the water okay and we, we take a pontoon and we just go from boat to boat trying to get all the right um, interviews and see how you guys are doing and get you guys on TV. Okay, we love seeing you. Um, it's all good. Go ahead, Cody. I've been getting a lot of questions, too, about uh, bait and, and if it, there's going to be some uh, Mac baits and some of the bite on cage. Let me ask so, you, do you have a company that uh, is good about bait at the lake? I, I know somebody. I know a guy. You know a guy? I know a guy. You know yeah. a guy. So we're, we we just got some incredibly fresh, brand new uh, brand new mackerel, and it's going to be off the hook. I'm producing about 100 units, especially for just this event, and so they'll, they'll be at the tackle store in the next couple yeah, of days. Yeah, and you know what? If you guys want to know what exactly what Tony's talking about, I would say go to our uh, to last year's episode okay mm -hmm. that we did about dream extreme and you actually have a good shot and you show how to put it on the hook what size hook right uh, everything these are all pre-cut mackerel it's already doused in the bite on cajun so it's ready to go you don't need a knife it's really convenient and it's uh these are these are winning pieces of uh, fish so They've won every year. Okay, Sippy Cup swears by bite on <laughs> products. So and so yeah. did Steve Duncan, which is the other one. And so those team, are the two teams the team that are really to beat. Right? Okay, uh, I think Eddie is coming in from another another state too. Yes, he is. They yeah, might be coming in from. I talked to him yesterday, and he'll be here. Yeah. All right. Very cool. So we have, we have people coming out from out of state to, to be here. And uh, mentioning people coming from out of state, if you plan on fishing this event and. Um, you're going to need somewhere to stay. The casino is running out of rooms. Uh, oh. So if you're going to plan well, on Well, then doing let me it, do that. I told you guys get a pen and paper. Here you go. L-E-R-Casino.com. And that's where you can book everything. And you can also go into um, Angler Chronicles. I've posted up. You can go to the Facebook page for the city. I'm sure it's there. Or go to the city. Uh, what's the city um, website, uh, Jonathan? 
elsinore.org. Yeah, and, and it's so important. I, I will tell you, if you go one year, you'll be there the next year, mm, okay? Sure. Because it's that much fun, and um, it's it, it's low pressure. It's yeah. low pressure. It, it, the, the only pressure here is the amount you put on yourself. That's yeah, it. Totally. Okay, because it's a lot of fun. Uh, you start promptly. What time is the uh, shotgun? Uh, 6 a.m. Well, actually, the first wave will leave out at 6, and then the second wave at 6.10. Okay, so it's only, yeah. So you get two waves, and they go out, and then the line's in by? Um, Saturday, it would be by 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, final weigh-in would be at 3, and Sunday, it would be at 1. At 1. Final weigh-in at 2? Two? 2, yes. Okay. Now, weigh-ins. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, where are we going to set up this year? Uh, the same place we did in front of the, the bobber. In front and, of the bobber. Yes. Okay, so we'll be the same place as last year. Ron, that's all on you. Who's your team? Me, Mr. <laughs> Tony, uh-huh. right? and Andrew. And Andrew. So and um, guys, I will be opening up at 10 o'clock instead of noon so that we can, if you want to bring a bass up, early to get it back in the water as quickly as possible or if you get a wiper we'd like to get that up and 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 put back in the water mm-hmm. okay all right so you heard it so as of 10 o'clock in the morning he's going to open it up for weigh-in and you can come in weigh it and go back out if you want to do that so and don't forget if you need a boat uh, above and beyond the boat that you're getting that if you need a boat you can rent one from jt's boats boat rentals jt yes. boat rentals out of lake elsinore you got any information on I, that? I do all right what is the it? the phone number is 951-777-2866 thank you jonathan and um just give them a call just give them a call and uh, they have the boats and by the way they they only they're almost out of boats. Yeah, yes. so you need to do this like this week, guys. Well, yeah, because you you only have a week left. Um, they're running out of room at the hotel. They're running out of room at, for the boats. If you need to rent a boat, but just remember, if it floats, it goes. So if you want to do another shark donut, it might be a good idea. That way, the shark is distracted from Jonathan's. Well, uh, okay. Can you put on little arm waders and use those? <laughs> no, that, that's a good question. Huh? The waders actually that's in bobbers they go on. So Williams one of them rod swan blow up things on Williams rod right because you, you know swan blow Ron's launch point Willie so you know uh, oh, oh yeah. remember that remember that yeah, remember we that. have a name for that all right so uh, anyway look um, we're loving it and uh, really really looking forward to uh, doing some uh, one other thing if you call JT's boat rental and you mention Angler Chronicles uh, right. for one day rental you will get a twenty percent discount and if you rent a boat. For both days, you would get a 50% discount. Whoa. Wow. All right, listen, we're wrapping up our number one with an amazing deal. This is Angels Radio, AM830 KLA. We'll be right back. We'll be talking to the sheriff. This is Angler Chronicles. Coming back. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. 
COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you have to drive 300 miles to your cousin's wedding. Okay, so it's his fourth. But you know what they say, fourth time's the charm. <laughs> well, here's the problem. Your tires are as bald as I am. But lucky for you, eBay Motors has tires for just about every make and model. Plus wheels, lug nuts, jack stands, and more. 122 million parts. Do they have tissues? Oh, good, because I'm definitely a crier. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Hi. This is Trent Rush, and Angels baseball is less than 12 hours on Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners, or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody. Turn up that music. We got to have the sheriff on tonight here. This is Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA, the Zangler Chronicles. And when you hear this music, means the sheriff, none other than. Danny Jackson, the man, the myth, the legend. I love it. I, I don't know what else to say, Danny, other than you're in first place. So welcome, Jig Slinger, to the show. Well, hey, good morning, Sergio. And boy, you you've got the you've got the A team in there this morning, and um, I still hear music there, Sergio. Yeah, no, so. but go ahead and talk over it. It's good. Well, okay, that's that's fine. I'm going to say good morning to Steve Carson and. Ron Hobbs, Tony Williams, you got William Johnson in, in there, and Jonathan Oliver Skinner, and I don't know, is Andrew Mack still there? This no, 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 he had to crawl back uh, six feet under again. Uh, oh, he did. Okay. Back, uh, the back underneath the totem pole. <laughs> well, let's, let's just start off with this, because this is important for those fishing out of, uh, oh gosh, Newport, uh, Huntington Harbor, Alameda Bay, Long Beach, even San Pedro, Not Nachos Barge. For the weekend, at least, has ha, loaded. Richie tells me with live squid. So even if you're if you're fishing out of uh, uh, Long Beach sport fishing or Pier Point Landing, you're going to have live squid for the weekend. So that's important to know. Or Freedom Boat Club. Um, and oh, and Freedom Boat Club. And of course, you and I both will be out of there uh, this next week, Sergio. So I'm look really looking forward to that. But. Uh, so everything's good. I'm looking forward to uh, to next week and the Derby. You know, Friday we'll be filming starting Friday this uh, May 13th, and um, let's get right into the show. For in fact, I'm I'm going to run tomorrow uh, at 8, 8 a.m. You'll have one last look at the Freedom Boat Club uh, special we just put together, brand new episode. Then at 8:30 and airing five times this next next week is the eighth annual. That was last year, 2021. The 8th Annual Dream Extreme Derby, uh, and I put lots of information in there, on, and you guys were talking about it uh, earlier, how to sign up, where and how, at uh, lercasino.com, and so that's all. That's always important. Catfish, wipers, largemouth bass, crappie, and carp, they're all eligible, so 
It's all good, Sergio, and, and you, you've talked about the uh, the derby a, a little bit this morning, and um, you always say it's a fun derby. There's no pressure. It is a lot of fun. It's just a lot of fun and good good weather over the weekend. So uh, it's all good, Sergio. That's what I have this morning. All right, and, and, and you know, we mentioned it earlier. I'm glad you, you're, you're playing that uh, episode this week to give everybody – Who's on the fence or, or, or wants to come out? Go check check out this episode. Um, and in there, you'll see what I mentioned earlier, too, about Tony, you know, really, really showing you how to use the uh, the baits and everything. You even doused, I think, one of them with some additional uh, love juice, right? Some of the additional bite on Well, everything's yeah. love. Everything's Everything love. love. Everything is love. We started with love with Virginia's on. for lovers, <laughs> Philadelphia, the, the city of brotherly love. It's all about And love. it's the city of dream extreme love. Okay. <laughs> and I like it because, and, and we love them because they took you in. Tony, we couldn't find a place for you. So, you know, I mean. We got to give kudos to where they belong. So Jonathan Oliver uh, Skinner and Mr. William Johnson, thank you so much for taking in our our foster care kid. There, we love you, man. I love yeah, you. Our guys. orphan. I love you, man. Now, as I say that, his mom is saying good morning to us on social media. Uh, mom, I love you, but you, you know, I, I know you guys are from Bolivia. Did she drop you from ten thousand feet? Is that what happened? Probably. Yeah, on your head. Good, good morning, Eddie. What? Eddie. Eddie, Eddie it's Agar, not Eddie. No, Eddie's, Eddie's listening. Eddie's listening. Oh, yeah, but Eddie's a good one. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. No, no. Tony, you Eddie's know you're like a little angel. brother to me. Oh, yeah. Like a little brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Like. Danny, you see how crazy this is? And this is the atmosphere oh, yeah. that you will see at a Dream Extreme Derby. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Eddie actually tipped that. over his uh, pontoon. His uh, oh, he too. Yeah, he went in the he water. Lost, well. I think he lost your rod, Ron. He did. Oh, he God. did. He tried to replace it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let me just bring it back to, to Danny here. So Danny, we're going to be doing the at eight o'clock. You'll see the Freedom Boat Club one more time. The brand new episode. And then at eight thirty, you'll see the Dream Extreme uh, that we did last year. And then what do you got yeah. for next week? Uh, next week, okay, uh, Zamar Palace. Zamar Palace. Uh, the new Cedros episode. So, yes, Cedros Island. Okay, 15th. and for yeah. those who are keeping track of the uh, people contact me during the week. After Cedros, you're going to see the two-and-a-half-day trip on the Ocean Odyssey. After that, we're going to do the Voyage for Vets. I'm going to bring the Voyage for Vets forward. I really wanted to, to have that one air on the weekend, the 4th of July. That was just me, so I'll, I'll get with the producer, uh, Danny Jackson. <laughs> Um, we can do whatever you want, Sergio. You know that. Oh, you very, very that, cool. So. Very cool. I wanna, well, yeah. I want to be on HBO. <laughs> so I'm not beat. H, well, it's HBO Max now. So ah, very that's, good. Uh, yes. That's right. what we'll do, yeah. All right, Jackson, okay. I'm going to let you be, and right. I'll talk to you during the week. All right. You guys have a great weekend and a, and a great derby. Be, be looking forward to it. Appreciate okay, it. Thank you, Danny. Okay, guys. Go All Eagles. Right. Okay. All, All right. right. Uh, Tony, you wanted to say something about last weekend's event before I forget. Yeah, before we go to Saltwater, I just want to say thank you. We had a big kids event at Clark Park. This is a Clark. This is a regional park in Orange County, and OC Parks put this on. So they brought in about 2,500 pounds of catfish for this little lake. We had over... Uh, 600 pre-qualified and over 800 kids show up 
and a big special shout out to the the uh, the people that made it from uh, that helped us volunteer. I couldn't have been able to supply the bait and cut the bait and get all these kids on fish, and it was literally one of the most off the hook days from the minute the the kids were able to fish. Um, Dan fifty one fifty he came in. He had you know all the volunteers that come in. Everybody had a really stacked schedule. He was out. In fact, he had a soccer game. Congratulations. He won 26 in a row for his kids' uh, soccer game. But he came out just to show the love that goes on. He's out there at 5 o'clock in the morning along with Ricky Z and Judith, Chris Smith, Gabe and Regina, Melina, my mom, Agar, and Tom, and Rodney and his son, Kenji. And I just want to give a special shout-out, too, to my mom who brought in a bunch of kids, brought them over to the Team 57 area where Marcelo was hooking up kids in a special spot where kids you know there were a couple kids that weren't catching fish my mom went out and searched for a couple of those kids brought them over to this little area and marcelo i think hit his personal record with 26 new kids that have never caught fish hooked them up for the first time so that's just and and everybody was there with their nets and helping the kids out in the family so thank you so much to the volunteers that make this happen because it really is well and, and thank that, you tony because you know we, we i joke with you all the time but um you know I, I go back angler chronicles is a little bit different than all the other tv and radio shows we just wanted to give back yeah you know that i mean we are really a non-profit here. <laughs> we don't make any money in yeah. fact it costs us money and you know tony you joined us with that same philosophy of giving back giving 100%. back I mean, you, you, you had 800 kids. Yeah. It's not 1,000. <laughs> 800 kids. We had over 700 pounds of mackerel that we have to cut. So it was a mountain wow. of A of, mountain of, of fish. Cut, and but. a huge shout-out to Team 57, Casey Angler, SoCal, yeah. and everybody that helps out. We much appreciate it. Excellent. Well, thank you, Tony, for that, and thank you for all you do. I'm getting a message here from Jeremy. He says, uh, can you post the link to the video okay so the episode that we're talking about for tomorrow jeremy i'm talking to you directly will be posted this afternoon around four o'clock on the angler chronicles page it'll show you the link it'll show you the um uh the trailer okay and then uh, you can see the actual episode on our video section in uh, angler chronicles or you can watch it on TV tomorrow on Bally Sports West at 8.30 a.m. Okay, and then it'll, it'll play five more times during the week, um, and not at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> These are all good prime time. Like 2 and 4. Uh, yeah, uh, it'll on play Monday again on a different channel, I believe, yes. on Sunday as well. So It's, uh, it's uh, what used to be prime ticket. It's called Bally Sports High Def. So. High Def, yeah. Okay, so, so it's all good. I've got a Brian Brown from Lake Elsinore. Okay, let's go ahead and cue him up. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing this fine day? Pretty good. You want to talk about the kids' fishing derby? Talk to me about it. Yes, sir. I was since you got the, the two great gentlemen in there from Lake Elsinore. I was wondering if I could. Uh, how do I get set up to go to the uh, Lake Elsinore kids' fishing derby? I got three of my own and my neighbor, and we'd love to go try it and check it out. Tony, you want to take it or, uh, or Jonathan? Uh, um, I know that it's going to be June 4th, the weekend of the June 4th weekend. It's a Saturday. And you can uh, go to the Lake Elsinore uh, org, uh, community, um, I think community development, I believe it is. Jonathan, help me with that. But uh, well, they have registration. And, and actually, we, we actually are already full. Um, we, we take a couple hundred uh, kids and, and, and we had it on uh, online. <clears throat> Excuse me. And actually, we filled up with a number of kids that, that we can take because we use the, the shoreline over at the public beach 
at uh, launch point and uh, we put we bring in a net and actually for that particular one we're bringing in another 2,500 to 3,000 pounds of catfish just for that that, that specific event and so it's um, it, it, it filled up really quick with both you know uh, locals we have some people from out, uh, some some young anglers from outside the city and actually some some uh, campers over at launch point they're going to be there but um, uh, if that Gentlemen, I, I really couldn't hear what he was saying. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. Yeah. So, so bottom line, let me let me just let me go in between here. Brian, um, have you ever thought about bringing the kids to the Dream Extreme Derby? Uh, well, um, I, we, we we were able to do the uh, Lake Elsinore Kids Fishing Derby last year, but I guess there was a hole in the net or something, mm-hmm. and that was just. I was just looking for uh, any assistance that either either the two gentlemen could maybe possibly help with. All right, so we're we're, we're uh, so let me let me because um, Jonathan can't hear you. Um, where can he go, Jonathan or William, to get more information on the kids derby? Um, he can go to the our website www.lake-elsinore.org. Um, he can actually give me a call. Uh, at the office, which is 951-674-3124. My extension is 266. So he can give me a call. Mm-hmm. I'll be happy to, to talk to him um, about the uh, kids' fishing duty. All right. If not, uh, folks, uh, after the show is over, I'll be giving you his personal cell number out there. We'll put it on social media. So the 100,000 um, of you that are listening can call Jonathan directly. He loves to hear from you. He loves to hear stories. So if he, he doesn't answer his cell phone, leave him a really long message. He loves it. You like that, Jonathan? Be very and make sure the stories are very detailed. I want to hear each and every nuance. What was the weather like? What was the water like? Wait until I what leave a story on it. Of the water? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jonathan, uh, Brian. Thank you for. I uh, hope we answered your question. If not, reach us through Friends of Angler Chronicles or some other way on our website, and we'll answer more questions for you. All right, folks. I can hear the music. We got to go to a break here. It's Angels Radio AM eight thirty K L A A, and we will be switching now to bluefin because there's a lot of these fish around we'll be right back angels radio ama 30 Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Angels Radio. AMA 30. 
Welcome back, everybody. Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LA, the Zangwood Chronicles. And we're going to make a little switcheroo here. And uh, while I'm doing that, I want to welcome uh, a couple of our regulars, I guess. Uh, we'll have Oliver Solis from Fishing Syndicate join us. Good morning, Oliver. Good morning, Sergio and team. All right. And then I hear William is in there, not Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan was on the phone. Okay, because he was making sure that the uh, the um, shark donut had enough uh, air in it, because you know the that ten gill uh, crappie shark, yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, you can't you you can't be on the show without having your own theme song. I mean, you know how that goes, right? <laughs> So I, I just I just when it comes in. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, from Fishing Syndicate, Mr. Oliver Rico Suave. Rico. Okay. At the same time, I also wanna wink I also wanna welcome, okay, the original. And I mean the original player. All right, Mr. Steve Phelps from Long Beach Sport Fishing. He has a theme, a theme song himself. You see, he's going to kick it. All right, my VIP, Mr. Steve Phelps. Good morning, sir. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Steve. Are we having too much fun? <laughs> I, like, I like how much Steve has loosened up to me. He used to get upset about this, but now he, he's owned it. He loves it. Well, uh, well, you know, let me let me just say this for for Steve's sake. Um, he, he almost didn't have a choice. You know, he's the us. <laughs> you either join. You know, Angler Chronicles is like a train, like a high speed bullet train. And you got two choices with this bullet train. You either get on. Or he's gonna run you over, <laughs> okay? But the whole point. No, no. The whole point is to have a good time, um, you know. Promote this sport we love so much. Remember, folks, this is really a sport, fishing, which makes us all athletes. <laughs> Think about that. We're all athletes, okay? So uh, yeah, Ron, even you. Okay, an athlete. Think about it, dude. I'm in better shape than you. Watch what you're saying. No, no, no. I just went to the doctor. I'm going. I'm, I'm doing okay. real good. You know, everything's like chill mode. I'm gonna live another, another 200 years. Yeah, that'd be good. All right, listen, uh, Steve. Without further ado, I was so happy to see that the El Dorado went out there. Kudos to my buddy, Captain Dave Dodge. Caught a nice yellow tail aboard the El Dorado. So, what's going on over there? Are the victories having a good time on three quarter day? Why don't you shoot out some information? All right. Well, yeah, like you like you mentioned, Sergio. Uh, Thursday night they went out um, loaded with live squid and uh, hit one of the islands. And um, they metered lots of fish, lots of yellow tail around. They just didn't cooperate very well. They ended up hooking about a half a dozen or so and landed one with legendary captain dave dodge got the got the one on the boat We've got some miscellaneous odds and ends but uh captain tj said everyone had a great time everyone was happy it was it was a good trip and um, they made it out again last night on a charter um i'll post up what they caught today on social media and, and uh if you guys follow us on instagram or facebook i do post uh, i try to post every day something you know reports or schedules so just follow us on instagram or uh 
you know, or Facebook. Uh, the victory, victory's been, you know, still remaining in local waters, loading up on the bottom fish for those those of the guys that still like to do that. It's been uh, it's been really good fishing. Um, local conditions are getting really good. Water's warming up. Just a matter of time. Hopefully, we get some barracuda this year, like we did last year. Some calico bass fishing, all that good stuff. And uh, finally, uh, the Dreamer. I would like to mention the Dreamer. Captain Alan Watson's been out um, getting limits of sea bass um, every trip. It's been really good for for the Dreamer. They had a 72-pound uh, fish a couple days ago. So really good fishing on the Dreamer. Well, listen, that sounds amazing. I actually saw a photograph of that white sea bass. It was crazy. All right, so a lot of action going on. I do want to mention this. We're still in talk with Ron and with you, Steve, and Steve Facudo and TJ about putting a calico bass-only trip, or at least that be the purpose, to San Clemente Island. It'll be an overnight trip. Uh, but we're looking for a particular day here in between all our schedules, especially now in the spring. This is the best time to to get these calico bass and of course there might be a yellow tail running around but that's not going to be our our major thought so maybe we'll still have squid late in the season that'll help well, out a lot yeah that'll be, Sergeant, we're gonna be doing some, what's that we're gonna be doing some scoping we're gonna be doing some scoping out for that trip next wednesday right yeah next that wednesday very likely go to many yeah, so next Wednesday, what's going on is the Angler Chronicles crew, along with you and the Accurate crew, we're going to get jump aboard the El Dorado, and we're going to be heading to one of the islands, hopefully San Clemente, and uh, we do the Fireman's Fish-Off. This is the the yearly event that we do where we take about, uh, what is it, five stations, five, five of the departments, L.A. City, L.A. County, we've had Pasadena, we've had uh, Glendale, and um, Long in Long Beach, uh, and, and folks, unfortunately, this is not open to everybody. It's just for firemen. But what we like about it is that uh, we're raising money for the Grossman Burn Center. So um, not for the firemen that are burned, the Grossman Burn Center for, for patients that need um, a, a lot of care. And so we're raising money to... Uh, help them out. A lot of people can't afford it. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm a graduate of the Bo Grossman Burn Center. I had a uh, pretty bad burn when I was a kid. So, uh, you know, I, I have one. I don't want to say it. It's I too know. brutal. I was going to be know. nice. It's not pleasant. Well, yeah, no, this is this. Yeah, he'll yell at me. Okay, I'll tell you in in, in the. <laughs> All right, but anyway, so we'll be on the El Dorado. You're right, Oliver. We get a chance to. You'll be on the boat as well uh, with Fishing Syndicate, and we'll get a chance to really. Uh, check it out, okay? And uh, hopefully we catch the biggest fish and, and win this year. Because I am L.A. City. And I'm L.A. County, and we won last year. Just to tell you, oh, how, remind you of that. Just, you know what? Just like he said to Andrew, even a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. Yeah, it okay. was a big nut. It wasn't. It was the only nut. That's a problem. All right, listen. Uh, so, Steve, uh, everything really cool and um, love it. Um, I hear the tuna are getting closer and closer, and I'm sure that if they do, you'll be willing to go to the Tanner Banks and, or, or wherever, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm hearing word they're they're already at the bank, so I don't know what you heard, but well, I I, I really I, it, okay. So I'm going to lose all my friends, all my personal yeah. <laughs> private boaters, but they yeah they're 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 at the Tanner and they're at the Cortez, not in high numbers, but they are there, um, and they're the big boys, and that's the problem. Um, and we'll get that. We'll, we'll start talking with more Steve Carson here about 
the proper use of equipment. You got to have the right stuff, or you're not going to get them. As much as I love my bass rod, I don't think I'll be able to catch a 150 pounder in a bass. And I say I don't think because hey, <laughs> I'm crazy, but um, you never know. So, Steve, what's the best way to get on any of the trips there? Uh, Longbeachsportfishing.com. Uh, mm-hmm. Click book online. If you have any questions, five six two four three two eight nine nine three. The Eldorado is uh, departing every night at eight thirty p.m. for overnight freelance. The Victory is departing uh, every day for three quarter day at six a.m. Uh, for freelance fishing. Um, and if you'd like to charter the Dreamer or any of our boats, give me a call at the landing five six two four three two eight nine nine three. I'll get you out of contract. All right. And the one thing I do want to mention is that. Um, the BLT on the Victory. I had three of them on a three-quarter. I had one for breakfast. I had one for lunch. And before before she shut down, I said, make me another one. They're unbelievable. Okay? So the food is very, very good. So highly, highly recommend um, the Victory and the El Dorado. All right. Well, thank you, guys. I hope everyone has a good day. And I'll... Uh... When is your is your trip next week or the week after? Sorry, I'm blanking. Uh, Ron, why don't you uh, let him know? What's that? It's on the 22nd. It's on uh, the 22nd of Sunday night at 8:30. That's when we depart, and we'll be fish okay. the uh, 23rd and be home the 24th. Uh, yeah, we, we will actually of, we oh, will sorry, actually Ron. see you uh, Wednesday. So uh, yeah, Wednesday night. So uh, yeah, yeah. All right, Steve. I'm gonna take you out. How I brought you in. So collaborate and listen. All right, all right, VIP, go kick it, and we'll uh, and we'll see you soon. All right, Steve. All right, guys, have a good day. You all too, right, Steve. excellent. All right, so look, we're we're shifting gears a little bit, and uh, William, you're you're ideal of this because you've fished tuna with us a lot. Yes. Uh, Ron, we're we're shifting gears. I have not. Well, let me go to Steve Carson. Jump in here, and Oliver. This, I mean, we've had this phenomenon for what five or six years now. But the fish are getting bigger and bigger earlier and earlier. Carson, you want to mention something? Uh, well, yeah. Actually, it, it started in 2016, so uh, I think we're in the seventh year. Wow. The way my math works. Yeah. But um, it's, it, it's incredible. How much longer will it last? No way to know. These well, fish were here 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we... They, Obviously, the records were not very good. The tackle was not very good back then. Uh, so the really big ones got away that we catch now. Um, a lot, let's face it, a lot more people out there. Um, how much longer is it going to last? We don't know. But but yeah, I, I do not recall, in, at least in, since that 2016 start, that we've had this many fish of this size. And, and actually, some boats are actively avoiding the big ones because they're too big. And we can discuss this more. Uh, some people, many people, are simply not bringing the adequate tackle to land these big blue Still. Now, it might be a financial situation. Okay. A lot of people. Hold on. Just, uh, Hold on, Carson. We've got to go to break. Is it, okay. I, can hear, I can hear the music in the background. The, is that music in the background? Yeah, we're going to break. Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LA, Angler Chronicles. And just real fast, Tanner and Cortez, they're telling me is in dirty green red tide, temperature 50 to 56. They say there's no bluefin. It's right on, the bluefin are right underneath it. We'll be right back.
Angels Radio. AM 830. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your set of fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. Angels Radio, AM 30. Welcome back, everybody, Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. I like this California because California has been invaded, and I mean invaded, what? with bluefin. I mean every single boat. I have a question. Coming, hold on. Every single boat coming in from San Diego, at least overnight and more, limits. I keep hearing limits, limits, limits. Anywhere for the average fish, Steve, 50 to 90, with plenty of fish over 100 to 150. Okay, but actually, before that, go ahead and say something. Well, hey, um, Steve, your opinion and Sergio, your opinion. Uh, do you think they're breeding here now? Because we've had them all. They, they've been they've been here since January. <laughs> well, you, you know, that, part of my shoes on that that's one. the big question. That is the big question. And every once in a while, you'll hear a rumor of a you know somebody caught a uh, you know I caught a one pound or I caught a two pound bluefin, and I chased a few of those rumors down. And they always turn out to be a bonita or some other okay. thing where somebody just didn't realize what they caught. So it doesn't seem to be that they are, but uh, you know, but if somebody can discover, oh, you know, a certain spot, and that way back in the day, you know, the legend was there was a spot northeast of Guadalupe Island that they spawned, uh, you know, about a hundred miles out beyond the island, which is quite a ways out. Um, you know, whether that was just a legend or it's changed, nobody knows. But if it is proven that they're spawning out here, that is going to change the game. Well, listen, I've got uh, a graph here. Um, Amelia was one of the tagged um, fish they were able to track. Um, it was over a 14-year period. So age one to two, they get to about 10 pounds. Uh, at age, between age four and five... 
They're already at 90 pounds. And the last time Amelia was uh, was weighed, she weighed 642 pounds at the age of 14 to 16 years of age. So it does grow fast. Um, yeah, but I, I haven't seen any fingerlings or yeah. anything of that nature. Uh, they could be breeding. Who knows? Okay. Uh, they travel a lot. There was another post that was put up there recently. I don't know if it was you, Steve, where you tracked the the migration of a tuna on the Atlantic for over a year. Was that you? I, I'm the one. That, I'm not the one that did the study, obviously. But mm -hmm. yeah, I did. I did post that. I can repost it on. Um, yeah, because that, that is on the Atlantic, and we want to make sure because, and I want to clarify some things. On, on, on Angler Chronicles, I post a lot of the tuna that's going on. Folks, if we're catching them here, these are not yellowfin tuna. <laughs> a lot of people say, oh, nice yellowfin. It's a yellowfin. No, they're bluefin. Okay, so I'll get that one out. Number two. I, I'm, just, I'm just happy, Sergio, mm -hmm. Ron. Keep an eye open for this, too. I'm just happy that that you don't mix up yellow tail and yellow fin tuna. <laughs> well, that'd be a yellow tail tuna. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, oh, yeah. or Tony's bluna. Yeah, but uh, or we have the sculpin tuna. Right. Okay. We caught that with uh, Grant. with Grant. Um, all right. But but bottom line is this. Um, again, I'm posting bluefin tuna, yellowfin. I did post, but those came out of uh, Puerto Vallarta. Okay. Um, the other thing is um, the Atlantic bluefin is different than the Pacific bluefin. And so I, I post a picture of a 50 to an 80 pounder, and, and these guys are going, I can't believe you caught that. It's not 73 inches. And I'm going, dude, we're in the Pacific. We're in California. The rules are different. It's a different species. You want to get into that a little bit, uh, Carson? Well, yeah, there's actually three different species of bluefin. There's mm -hmm. the Atlantic, the famous ones, because everybody watches Wicked Tuna. Even if they don't fish, they they eat they eat sushi in restaurants and they watch Wicked Tuna on TV, and that's one species of tuna. That's the Atlantic uh, bluefin. That's the Atlantic. We have the Pacific bluefin, which are caught in both the northern and southern hemisphere. So they we, we catch them up here. They catch them on both sides of the Pacific. They catch them over in Japan. And down in the Sea of Japan, and they also catch them in the southern hemisphere near New Zealand. And then down there, they also have the southern bluefin, which for whatever reason don't cross the equator, so we don't see those, even though there's nothing really stopping them, other than they just don't feel like swimming here. So each one is a little bit different size, has a different life cycle. Um, you know, they're, they're all popular commercial species, but, but the Atlantic one is, is the one that has really just been commercially fished or had been to the brink of elimination. Um, strict regulations the last 20 years or so in the Atlantic have brought them back to where there's a limited keep fishery. There's also a very large catch and release fishery back there, and they do get up to well over 1,000 pounds. Actually, the, the world record, the rod and reel record, is 1,496 pounds. <laughs> Holy yeah, that, I, I, didn't, I didn't weigh the one I caught the other day. I'm, I'm, ex I'm, I'm figuring it's probably a two-tonner. Okay, that's Ron, a big one. Ron it's, Ron, it's your responsibility to make sure he doesn't exaggerate. I'll smack him. It's the Adderall. <laughs> anyway, but listen, um, yeah, and I want to make that distinction. Also, the other distinction, I, mean, I heard it this morning when we were parking. 
Folks, on Friends of Anger Chronicles, Steve posted a Pacific halibut, not a California halibut. And they, he was freaking out this morning, so I love you, Holly, but I'm, I had to make the distinction. Uh, why is it important? Because they're north of Sacramento, you know, San Francisco, and that's where you see our friends from the California dawn, okay, catching some beautiful fish that may very well be Pacific. So actually, the, the California dawn they could catch Pacifics if they wanted to go for them, but right. they, they're, they're quite a ways out mm-hmm. and in much deeper water. So when you see the California dawn with a nice limit catch of halibut, you know they've been catching anywhere from twenty to fifty halibut a day, and they haven't even got the live bait yet. Mm-hmm. The live bait is due to come in. And, you know, it's very seasonal up there. Probably in another week or, or maybe a little bit more. Um, but they've been catching 20 to 50 halibut a day, trolling with dead anchovies. Wow. Is that crazy? So, so <laughs> wait till they get the live bait, and um, it's going to be crazy. But those are California halibut that, that they're catching. Okay, so now that we've clarified everything, okay, the halibut, the yellowfin versus bluefin, um, let's get into California is simply gone bonkers. Uh, any trip you do is out of San Diego, I would say minimum of a overnight. Uh, during the day, they're catching them too. They're just not limiting out, but um, not every day anyway. You have to be a day, day and a half, maybe two days. What I'm surprised too, Steve, is that Polaris Supreme, the Intrepid, all these big long range are only doing two, two and a half days maximum because the fish are so close. This is this is really cool. Some of the things I heard last week: one boat went out at 7 p.m like it usually was, was in the grounds by 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. And by 4 a.m., they had limits of bluefin, and they had to go home because they, what do they do the whole day? Um, guys, if you get into that situation, please do me a favor. Don't ask them for a refund. Re- wow. Can you believe somebody asked for a refund? Oh, and I'm they going, do all the time. Yeah, and, and you got limits, limits of bluefin just because you got it done in a couple of hours. So anyway, having said that, you and I talk to Captain Steve all the time. And lately, yes, they're very excited about the fishing, but they're also very not happy uh, about what's going on. You want to get into it or you want me to? Well, I'll let you start because I don't want to, you know, whenever there's a financial aspect to things, and I, I'm very sympathetic for that, believe me, um, you know, there, there's a, there's a certain amount of understanding that has to go into it, but but yeah, it's the fish of a lifetime. You go from there. So so here's the problem: they're showing up like a Sergio with his bass rod to try to catch a 150 pound fish. It ain't gonna happen. It's just not gonna happen. All right. So you need the proper equipment. What 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 um, Steve Carson alluded to, and I'm glad Oliver is on here because he's a rod manufacturer. The bigger the rod and reel, the more expensive they become. That is true. But you have to be prepared. If not, don't go. Because you go out there for a total heartbreak. And, and keep keep in mind, it's not just you when you, you miss the fish. It's everybody around you. It's the crew. Because they want that fish on the boat. You didn't get it, not good. So, having said that, in these days, uh, the smallest tuna that I have heard about in the last four weeks 
has been 18 pounds. That's the smallest. But the biggest yeah, is... that was like one. The yeah, one. one. But, but, and I've heard of fish over 250 pounds. The problem is the majority of the fish are 50 to 90 or 120 to 160. You've got those two pockets. Well, you can't do it with a bass rod. You can't do it with a light rod. You're going to need at the bare minimum like an 800 or 700 M medium that's 20 to 50 and that may be light that may be too light uh, for me personally I like light line in that 50 to 80 pound fish I'm probably going to be fishing 40 or 50 pound test you should probably be fishing 60 or 80 agreed uh, Carson yeah yeah well you know and the, the rig that you're describing an 800 M type rod you know an 8 foot like a 20 to 50 kind of a rod with a 25 narrow size reel 40 pound chest that up until 2016 that was you could go a whole season and never need a, a rod heavier than that mm-hmm. you could catch you know school size bluefin up to 50 60 pounds easily with that and an albacore of any size yellowtail of any size mm-hmm. it was all you needed but that's just not the case anymore a 50 pound it, it sounds weird a 50-pound bluefin, which used to be you know, a lot of people's personal best, is now considered uh, kind of small. Yeah, that's the and, problem. And, and you need to be out there. You can, and I, I talk to people all the time. Well, I, you know, does anybody talk to anybody anymore? I get I get electronic messages from people, and and they're like, well, I don't expect to catch a, you know a 150-pounder. <laughs> You no, drop no. your bait in the water. You drop your lure in the water. You can't say, oh, you, you can't bite my bait. Sorry, I don't want to catch you. If you're out on the tuna ground, and, and our friends on the San Diego proved it this week, you don't even have to be that far out. They mm-hmm. were at the nine-mile bank. Right. And, Sergio, how far out do you think the nine-mile bank is? 9.2 miles. <laughs> there you go. And they were in the school... They were in a school of tuna that were 80 to 100 pounds. And and that's the thing. I don't want to catch one of those big ones because the big ones are going to catch you. You spent your time. You spent your money. You spent your effort. Maybe you fished many, many, many years. You've never caught a giant fish. Here's your chance. And and, and most... A lot of the boats will loan you the gear. Mm -hmm. Check ahead of time. A lot of the landings will rent you the heavy gear. Check ahead of time. The San Diego landings in particular have got good rental gear, but also go and see your tackle shop. Yeah, and, and, and I want to bring uh, in, in, in here Oliver. I mean, Oliver, for these kind of fish, okay, it's important to have the right rod. And um, I would right even... Right rod, right reel, right line, you know? Yeah. Um, and Sergio... Well, go ahead, Sergio. I'll follow up. Well, with respect to um, the um, uh, the rod, it, I would even go shorter. I may even go from eight foot to seven foot to minimize the the pain. Okay, but you have to have. I mean, back in the day, we used to have those. Remember those five foot rods, Steve? I never got one. Did you have one? Well, the the, the, the big changes, Sergio, is the two speed reels. Uh, yeah. uh, in the last five years, small two-speed reels have gone from being kind of exotic and, and and unusual to see to where everybody's got one, and a lot of people have a couple. 
and and with the two-speed reels, you can actually stay, um, you know, um, with up to about 50-pound cast, you can stay with an eight-foot rod if you want to, to to give you some casting distance. Uh, you know, on the on the heavier stuff, on the 80-pound rig or the 100-pound rig, yeah, you'll probably want to go down to seven feet. But but those five and a half, five and five and a half footers, those are definitely out and. Um, Again, you can credit the two-speed reel technology for that. All right, hold on. Hold on, I've got to go to break. I hear the music. Okay, and we'll be right back. There's Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, and with Chronicles with Brett. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and I'm waiting for more, more up-to-date information from my buddy Danny over at Fishtope. He's got some stuff there you might want to share with us. Um, anyway, uh, as I say that, this is our last segment. I want to make sure we bring it all back together. Um, unbelievable tuna fishing right now. Unbelievable tuna fishing. Okay, and... Um, Ron, I mean, I, I thought of just jumping on one of these boats and getting out there myself. Well, I think we missed our window. Why? We're going to be really busy. Yeah, we're <laughs> going to be really busy. In fact, uh, let me bring attention to that. Um, this weekend, okay, starting on Thursday, on Wednesday, we have the Fireman's Fish Off, but then we're going to Dream Extreme Derby, okay? Um, oh, and I'm okay. I can't give it away. Sorry, Danny says I can't give you exact. He actually just pinpointed it for me exact. Okay, so I can't. But he said, "Don't give away my dope." <laughs> just FYI. So I won't, Danny. My love to you and Pam. There's no way I'll give this information, but thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Let me go to. Uh, we were we were talking here. Um, Dream over. Extreme. 13th, 14th, 15th. I will be there. Oliver, thank you. We're going to be putting up one of the super, super custom Angler Chronicles wrap rods for the Derby. Okay, so thank you for that, my friend. And again, back to the tuna. 
They're all over. Get off the couch. Go. Well, I, I, Oliver, what size rod do you recommend? Uh, well, depends on the wanna, size. I'm going to take a couple of, couple of minutes here, uh, Sergio, to um, give my comments on a couple of things. So, um, my uneducated uh, guess, because I'm not a, a biologist, is that the tuna pens that were installed in Ensenada over a decade ago have created a new fishery with this blueprint. Uh, this is just an English perspective, right? Uh, I see this the same way when the striper was brought to the uh, Bay Area. The striper is not the predominant species up there. Um, you know, we'll see what happens over the next decade. And um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But that is, you know, an uneducated opinion from an angler. Uh, regarding the rod length, in the old days, you wanted the shorter rods because made of glass, these rods had no backbone. And we all remember those rods, and they're still around. We don't remember we go pull on them. They bend all the way down to your handle. Technology has come a, a long way, and a lot of different companies have uh, um, applied a new technology where now the composite uh, rod uh, doesn't quite bend down, down to your handle, right? Uh, you don't want to take a full graphite rod to these tuna. Uh, to Steve's point of, you know, uh, a decade ago, you know, over six years ago, 40-pound uh, was like the heaviest we needed locally, right? I, a couple of weeks we were talking about three rods that we used to have here was the light, medium, heavy, 20, 30, 40. You hardly ever use that heavy for 40. Uh, as an angler, you, and, and I don't mean to insult anybody, but if you, over the last six years, have fished, have heard of fishing, have heard of these blues, and have been on a boat, have talked to your friends about fishing, have you read them online, you've heard the radio, TV, anywhere, you go on a boat, and the lightest line the captains are telling you to use is 40. But now, if I'm stubborn, and I decide to bring a bass rod with 20 or 30, I should expect not to catch fish. I should expect to break rods. I find this personally, I'm, I'm finding this very personally insulting. insulting. <laughs> and that's okay, Sergio. But I see <laughs> it as common sense. Right? Yeah. You should take it personally, but, Sergio, because it is about you. But the common, <laughs> but the common sense tells, tells you, right, that if you're, if you're going to go fish these fish, and unless you've been living under a rock and you don't, you haven't heard how big the fish are, you haven't heard what your friends are telling you, um, and you're just listening to staple stories of, I caught a bluefin on my bass rod. Uh, yeah, that must have been one of those 18, 20 pounders. Um, you know, when you're going to go out there, and, and again, you go to the landing, they tell you, do you have the right gear? Do you need rental gear? Oh, yeah, I got my bass rod. You get in the boat, the first thing they tell you when you go in there, the deckhands are looking at your gear, and they're asking you, hey, you have minimum 40 pounds, right? Because that's the minimum you're going to need tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And if you're not listening to any of that, yeah, you deserve not to catch fish. You deserve to lose every fish that, that you hook, and you deserve to be that guy on the boat. So, Oliver, uh, I'm going to add in this. There's a common phrase that I'm sure that most people over 40, maybe even, yeah, even maybe 35, but I say mostly 40. But all of us 50-year-old, there's been a common phrase that we've said probably in the last year or two more than anything. You can't fix stupid. <laughs> I have that song. Hey, okay, okay, okay. This got really personal and insulting. No, but but honestly, folks, and you know, I had this conversation. Don't know what they don't know until they learn. Yeah. So yesterday, I had this conversation with Steve Carson, and um, and Steve said there's and there's a list. We'll put it out for you guys. 
Yeah, on Friends of Angry Chronicles will be posted. But, you know, unfortunately, still to this day, some of these fish can be pretty finicky. And if they get into that mode, you can have all the right gear you want. But if you don't have the light line that you need, you're not going to get bit. So I don't recommend it. What's that? Fluorocarbon. What did I say? <laughs> no, no, but I mean, uh, here's the point. Sometimes they don't want to bite 40-pound fluorocarbon. They, they want to bite 20. They want to bite 25. They want to bite 15, 12. We've been there. I mean, William, you fished with me on the center console. Absolutely. And when I go down in line to 10-pound test, it, that's when the bass start to bite sometimes. You know, it, it just be prepared. But for... Fine right, with the 35-pounders. That what? is not fine with the 100-pounders. No, we're That's not. People say, oh, I don't, I don't want to catch a 100-pounder. But if you hook one and you fight him for three hours, everybody is sitting around watching you. Mm-hmm. You don't get to they don't get to fish. Okay, well, you know what? That's you fine. That uh, whatever. I'm going to take my bass run. <laughs> no, no, no. But bottom line, here's the deal. Here's the deal. You guys are absolutely right. You got to have the right gear. It is a personal best that's around the corner. And so, there's nothing worse than to leave your personal best in the water. So, Sergio, one last thing. And I'll, and I'll leave it at that at this point. Bring your bass rod. You're paying a fair to go fishing. You're paying a fare for the boat to take you to the fish. Uh, I don't know what's going on with this angle that you, that you mentioned, uh, being upset, but you pay a fare to get on a boat to take you to the ground. They can't control if the fish bite or what type of fish is going to bite. And so you have to be prepared because you're spending all this money. You have to be prepared to come in and bring your 20 but also bring your 30, 40, 50, and 100. Correct. Uh, we've been telling people these for the last five years, literally. Yeah, but, but you know what? They're still, they're still not getting it, okay? And it's important that they get it, all right? Well, so we talk, we talk about this all the time, and, and you know what? I get the phone calls every day. First of all, fresh line, fill your spools up, please, because if you hook one of these tuna, and, and Steve, I, I try to teach these people that, you know, and teach the fish to, you know, when you throw in your line, you're going to get a 35-pounder, but it doesn't work. Well, okay. yeah, that's the thing is, is the, the tuna come in all sizes, yeah. and, and, and inevitably they hear from somebody that says, oh, I went out two weeks ago and I only used my 30-pound rig. Yeah. Well, on that particular day, that may have been the case, yeah. but you never know what size school of tuna, what size the fish are going to be that comes up under your boat. And what happened yesterday or even this morning is going to be different than what's happening to you right now. You have to be ready. Yeah, I agree. That, that that's the whole thing is being ready to go because you don't know what's going to be there. But anyway, get ready because it's coming. Okay, so and it's here, and you know, I mean, I know my my friends on private boats are getting them. Okay, I know that the big boats coming back with limits. I know that they're even within a day's range. So. Um, Get off the couch, go get up. I posted a couple videos mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, long video, short video, depends on your attention span. I posted a list of the rods and reels, and I even posted the, the plea from the San Diego captains. Several of them said, Steve, tell people, bring the heavy tackle. So I've even got one of those. 
one okay. of those messages. Well, I was hoping uh, maybe, Oliver, you can put together a little uh, shot of all the right rods that you recommend. Okay, and post that on Friends of Angry Chronicles as well, and that way everybody has as much information as possible. Okay, I've got about two minutes left in the show, so what I want to do is I want to thank everybody uh, for today. Um, Rom, where are we going to breakfast? Hot off the grill. It's on the corner of Brookhurst and Warner. Okay, and that would be in Fountain Valley or Fountain, 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 Valley. Fountain Valley. So if you want to come join us, come and join us. Um, number two, I want to say thank you to John. Jonathan, okay. <laughs> thank, thank Jonathan for coming on on the show today, and as well as William for being in studio. And we're looking forward to the Dream Extreme Derby of Love. Yes, you like that Derby of Love? That be that be something. You haven't done one of those, okay? That's, that's a different episode. It, yeah, that'd be the ninth <laughs> annual. And um, so everybody will meet uh, on Friday night over at the pool in the casino area. Yes, Is that yes. where it's going to be? And we'll have some some grub there and uh, get it going. Uh, Tony will be there. Ron will be there. Andrew, myself. Uh, we might even get a surprise showing from Ben himself. He's been traveling quite a bit, but you guys heard him last week here on the show. Steve, if we can pull you away, maybe you can come up to uh, to Lake Elsinore. It's will be the whole weekend, and the show will be done again live from there. Okay, we got less than a minute. What's Real up? Real quick, thanks, Steve, for receiving the package. I'll okay. see you, Steve Carson. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, okay, so you guys little love packages back hey, and hey, forth. Hey, I'm not going. Hey, I, you hey. know what? It took the words right out of my mouth. Well, <laughs> well shit. What package are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, well, wait, what's this with this package? You have to come to the Dream well, Extreme yeah, to see. Well, I, I don't know. Is Sergio even eligible to win anything? No. I don't no. think he is. No. no. They no, don't no. let us play. No, we give everything. So well, who's handling whose package? Just, 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 never mind. You can't win it. You can't win it anyway. No, Ooh. I can't win. Yeah, but I want to look. I want to see what's going on. Okay, I'm a well, lawyer. That, that, back up to them if they even want to let you look. Oh, God. I, what the heck did I get my eyes fixed for? Okay, but anyway, listen. I, I do want to tell you this uh, as we go. Uh, sunscreen, folks. Sunscreen. Sunscreen. I just had something removed from my my face. So. Uh, and they still couldn't ruin it. It's so beautiful. Anyway, I love you all. <laughs> Thanks for everybody being on the show. And we'll uh, talk to you next week. We'll be live at the Bobber, Angler Chronicles. Well, folks, that's We're the out. show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.